Okay. Bobby bo boo boo. Bobby bo bo boo. Bobby bo bo boo. Bobby bo bo boo. Mommy made me mash my M and M's. That's that's kind of weird. Have you heard that before? It's a vote. It's like a mouth warm up. Mommy made me mash my M and M's. Yeah. I've not heard that no. And then and then you can uh. Maybe you've heard this. It's like, mommy made me mash my M&M's. Nope. How about red leather, yellow leather? I both... go red. Red. Go red letter, red letter, yellow leather, red yellow letter, yellow leather, red letter, yellow leather. Try and, it. Okay. Uh, red letter, yellow leather, red letter, yellow leather, red letter. Yellow leather, red, yellow leather, leather, leather. No, you, you missed up there a little bit. Uh, it was, You're doing it really was, good. It was, pretty, it was pretty on point. And this is just to what? It's to warm up your enunciation, like your mouth. Mm. It's like what radio people do. Yeah. And it's what thespians do before a show. Okay. Okay. Red leather. Seem a little... Uh, I can tell it's morning over there, Paul. It is morning, yes. I mean, it's morning where you're at, too, so... Yeah. Well, are you a coffee drinker? Yeah. Yeah, I drink coffee. Did you drink coffee this morning? No, not this morning. I did not have coffee. So whenever you woke up, how did you feel? Uh, n- not the best. <laughs> uh, just kinda... do, you, do you drink coffee daily? Uh, not daily, but pretty often. Mm. probably like four or five days out of the seven day week because what every single day when i wake up i feel like shit yeah and does but coffee then, turn that around yes 100 percent. coffee does. has some strange magical powers of just mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know what it is i mean i mean it's probably the caffeine and whatever in it but like it's doing some extra stuff there too I've never seen, I've never heard of somebody having a moderate opinion about coffee. Yeah, it's either you really like it or you hate it. Yeah, because, and the people who hate it, I don't. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, same. But but the people who hate it, the the only thing that, the only argument that I've heard, really... There's one I don't like the taste, which I get that. The taste is a is a common argument that I hear, yeah. And the second one is they don't want to be addicted to something. Okay. And I yeah. think that's utter nonsense. You know, here's the thing, when people say, "Oh, I don't want to be addicted to something." I I assume that every single person alive is addicted to at least one thing already out of the box. All right. I think a very common addiction is like the phone. And I guess you could consider caffeine oh, yeah. or, or coffee an addiction or watching my Netflix. But but people who say, oh, I'm just trying not to get addicted to anything. Well, you already are. And coffee isn't necessarily a bad thing to get addicted to. No, coffee, I've... Especially I've if you drink it black. Perhaps, right, and I do. And I, I do too. I love uh, it black. Yeah, and black it's so funny because my friends are always like, you drink it black? And I'm like... I mean, yeah, it, that's it tastes best that way. 
I have a funny story about drinking coffee. <laughs> this is just really silly. Um, I was, uh, I was, I was with my uncle, our uncle. Yeah. Um, Uncle B. Yeah. And yeah. we were, we were in a hotel, and you know we were packing up, getting ready to leave, continue on our road trip. And we get coffee from the you know hotel place, mm-hmm. and. Uncle Bob like looks at me with my cup and he says, "Oh, are you a black person?" And I was just like, "Wait, what did he just say to me?" And then like it finally registered he was talking about coffee. Like I I straight up thought he was asking me if I was a black person. <laughs> just for like a split second. And th- and then like it registered like, "Oh, wait, wait. We get- we have to take things into context." Oh, wait. This is coffee talk. I'm holding coffee, coffee in my hand. The coffee is black. All right. Coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So to all of our listeners, I am a white man, just so you know. Drinks his coffee black. I, and I drink my coffee black. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just to clear up any confusion. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, know. Did you did you start recording? Yeah. Nope. Yep. We're going. Okay. I, I wasn't sure if I was being a little presumptuous just by addressing our listeners. Oh, yeah. No, you're good. You're good. Why don't we just play that music and get on to the, to the stuffs? Cool. Okay. <laughs> okay, here, here's the Reddit question. This is asked by uh, user TK503. And they TK? TK. Do you listen to TK? No. You've never listened to TK? TK. TK. Probably not. Uh, he's got some some hard beats. I'll have to look into it. TK. I don't TK. But but back to our Reddit user, T TK. TK, yeah. Is TK TK or is it TK? It is it's Tay like T-A-Y, and then a dash, and then just the letter K. Ah, yes, I found them. Okay. Mega Man. Well, I don't, I, I just pulled them up. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's one of his songs, Mega okay. Man. There's well, another one. That, al- the album that's on, that's on, that's the only one I've listened to, but. Yeah, he only has some, one album. some stuff. He only has one album. I'll download it, and I'll tell you what I think later. Uh, anyway, what TK has to say, uh, on January 1st, 2021, humans will no longer require to sleep. And now we need a fourth meal of the day. What do we name that meal? So first, I think what we need to take into account is the time. Mm -hmm. What time is it? So we gotta. Well, if we're gonna do well, that, we gotta take into account the time of the other meals of the day. That's true, but but this brings into question. I think the other names of things, and specifically breakfast, because it is breaking your fast. So if there is no fast, can we still call breakfast breakfast? I feel like you can. It would just at that point, like the meat, like the literal meaning of the name would just be like very troll. Or like how it'd be outdated. It'd be an outdated title, but how it would... the save button on Microsoft Word is a floppy disk. Yeah, 
you know you like know. it's outdated but like that's just what people are familiar with so we just stick with it yeah yeah language works like that it's yeah evolving so midnight fist fast no 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 nope. makes sense nope that's We're not, not fasting during the midnight no that is not a good name uh i i was just thinking something along the lines of snack time snack time yeah it's the the actual meal is called snack time that but but there's so many other snack times yeah but this is like the capital s and all those other snack times are like lower ca- lowercase s you don't capitalize breakfast okay well <laughs> <laughs> here's the other thing you could you could take from the good old hobbits uh, from lord of the rings mm-hmm. and you know, we could, because here's the other thing we can consider is spreading out. Like this, this meal time could go in between, you know, dinner and lunch, or breakfast and and lunch, or you know, whatever. Like we could push, we could push dinner back to four a.m., and that's dinner time now. Mm, okay. Right, and like like the Hobbit yes. said from Lord of the Rings, you got you know. Elevensies or luncheon, afternoon tea, supper, dinner. Got so many just options there. Mm-hmm. So, like with many things, we will be pulling from the Tolkien. <laughs> pulling from, <laughs> maybe. I but I do think we push dinner time back to like midnight. Midnight or I... one a.m. So then, where would the other one go? Just when dinner is. So we're renaming dinner. We're renaming dinner because I feel like that's a lot easier. And I think it would make more sense because I think a lot of people also just associate dinner with being the last meal, even though like days would also get a lot weirder, not sleeping, but, you know, the last meal of kind of the day right? is, is dinner. So dinner would be at midnight. Right. You got you got breakfast at what, 6, 7, 8 a.m., lunch at noon. So we got to get something in between noon and midnight. And what is it going to be called? Well, I I do like words, Paul. Yeah, you are and, you are a word person. And um, lunch in Spanish is almuerzo. Okay. That is A L M U E Z R O almuerzo, or okay. maybe it's R Z O. And then that's in, like, Latin America. But then in Spain, lunch is called comida, which literally translates to food. Okay, food. So what if we just called this this, uh, supper, this dinner, or this meal, what if we just called it, like, meal or uh, food? Eating time. Eat. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my calendar says it's eat right now. I got to go. Yeah, I gotta, yeah, yeah. I gotta go get my food. So here, here's a question. I think we need to clarify as well. What's the difference between dinner and supper? That is, I don't even know. <laughs> I like, like, is one classier than the other? Is, is one? Is it depend time dependent? Oh, it's supper time. Oh, it's dinner time. Um, would supper sound classier? Or would supper. dinner sound classier? 
I don't know. Let's try it in British accents and see which one sounds better. <laughs> so supper, supper, dinner, dinner. I think supper would be the oh, classier. I think I think dinner is. I think the S can just get lost. Dinner is definite. Supper is superfluous. Mm-hmm. Somewhat. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 Are you asking Google? I did ask Google. I mean, obviously they Who's are both right? they are both just synonyms, but uh dinner is considered to be more of a of a formal word, so it is the classier one. Um in in British English, supper can also refer to a light meal or snack that is eaten late in the evening. So so, so maybe, maybe we, we just, just call one supper and one dinner. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe we keep dinner where it's at, and just the late night one is just supper. Yeah. So we are taking from Tolkien. That's the answer. <laughs> that is 100%. the answer. That's 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 what we do. That's that's how we solve this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, do we have a topic today? I have I some something I want to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So over the past many years, video games have risen in popularity, I think continuously on a a steady rise. And a very popular thing are just single player or, you know, what I consider like single player multiplayer type of games where you are playing with other people, but it's not like you're fighting each other. You're really interacting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, a lot of time goes into those. Those are the games that are like well-renowned get the awards they're very big famous games but recently yeah yeah, yeah. um but recently there have been two two games that have well well one's been out but has just kind of shown up in popularity had had a large spike in popularity another one did just come out and they were both very popular they also both prove that graphics don't don't mean anything and i've always been a kind of I always tell my friends, like, I don't care if the graphics are bad. If it's a good game, I'm going to enjoy it. Have you seen those PS4 commercials? Yeah, yeah, I have. They're literally just showing off graphics. That's that, the whole. That's what. Point it, yeah, 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 exactly. And so these two games kind of like proved you don't need the good graphics, and they also proved that you know a lot of people just want to play games with their friends, you know, and mm-hmm. talk with them and interact with them. And so those two games are Fall Guys. And Among Us. Okay. Okay. Now, yeah. now, Fall Guys can be played with three of your other friends, and what it is, it's like uh, Wipeout. Was that was that the TV show? Yes. It's like Wipeout, mm-hmm. but in a video game, and it's really cartoony. You're this jelly bean, and you get to customize them, and you're doing all these different maps, and you're trying to get first place. So, like each round, a couple people get eliminated, all the way up until the final person wins. Mm-hmm. It's it's super super popular right now a lot of people are just playing it having fun together so it's like a race game yeah yeah, yeah. Race. race obstacle kind of game yep mm-hmm. and then the other one among us I have, I have not played this i've seen people play it but i've not played it myself. yeah i have not played fall guys either but yeah I've, I've watched it quite a lot um but the other one is among us which we both have played um and the graphics on among us are even worse than or would be technically seen as worse than uh fall guys it's more simplistic it's a very it's it's, it's two-dimensional yeah 
Um, but that game is a ton of fun. It has had it well over 300,000 people watching it pretty consistently on Twitch every day. And it, you know, kind of, you know, goes up and down. But a lot of people have been watching it. A lot of YouTube videos have been put out about it. Um, and usually when a game like this kind of happens or appears where a lot of Twitch streamers are playing it and YouTubers are playing it, I usually don't get involved. I just kind of keep on watching it. But this was the first game that I ever bought because of something like this, and I've started playing with my friends. Um, and the cool thing about this game is it's 10 people. You have you can have 10 people in a group. and Up to, up to 10 people, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what pretty much kind of the quick explanation of the game is that there's two imposters and eight... If you have 10 people, there'd be two imposters, eight in crewmates... The crewmates are running around trying to fix up this spaceship to, to win the game. And the imposters are trying to kill the crewmate. And then you can report a body if you find it. And whenever a body is reported, you all get into a group meeting. And then you'll start conversing and trying to figure out who the bad guys are. And it's kind of like a mystery detective murder kind of game. But it's a lot of... There are of, a lot of similar games. There are a lot of similar yeah, games. Yeah, there are a lot Town of games. Town of Salem is a lot of fun. Um, Werewolf werewolf yeah yeah, yeah. Played, or one night ultimate werewolf one night ultimate werewolf the regular just werewolf game um now and my favorite of this genre of game actually isn't a video game and it is the in-person live action i know what you're saying in the dark yeah murder in the dark i played that with my high school friends an unreasonable amount i had a chemistry study group and we would uh we would meet together at my house We'd do chemistry for maybe 20 minutes and be like, okay, this is boring. And then we'd go down to my basement and play Murder in the Dark. It Murder in the Dark was so fun. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you bring up these two topics. Uh, what uh, what has been your experience with these games? What what are your impressions of these games? Do you like these games? How would you rate these games? On yeah, a five-star yeah, yeah. scale, on a improvised scale? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess in terms of, I guess you could say gameplay or quality of gameplay, people might not rank them that high. You know, a lot of people who see who see Among Us and haven't played or don't really know much about, they just go, "Oh, that just looks stupid. You're going around doing stuff and killing. Like, there's, it just doesn't look fun." But right, the you're real on a spaceship. Yeah, you're on a spaceship and you're trying to like do the tasks on the spaceship and, and you know keep the ship running. And people could be like, oh, that looks boring. But the real, right. like, fun of the game comes in with the, you know, community aspect, having more people there. You know, when you get in those meetings and you start talking with people. And and I can say this is the most I've ever, like, these are the, mo- the most amount of people I've gamed with in a long time. Because usually it's, I'm playing League of Legends with you, Connor, uh, and then, like, three three other people who really get on. And it's always like the same group of people. And I'm going to be honest, League of Legends isn't the most friendly community either. Not uh, at all. It's a very toxic community. Um, so like sometimes you just really have bad experiences playing it. But with Among Us, it really just depends on the people you're playing with. If you Among Us can be toxic. Among Us can definitely be toxic. I've been in some toxic games. But for the most part, I'm always, I always enjoy it. And it's fun because there's a bunch of different ways to play the game too. Where you can win uh, just by doing your tasks. Or if you want to try to be the detective, you can try to solve the case. Or, 
you know, there's just a bunch of different ways to kind of figure it out. Now, with Among Us, I have noticed, because I play with a couple different um, groups of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've played with uh, the Among Us Boys Discord that we that we are both in. Yep. yep. But I also play with my friends from um, college, some of my college friends. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And, you know, it's a different game. Totally it's a different. different. Game. The, like, different gr- like, having a different group is, just gives you a whole different game. Yeah, because... You know, just knowing the idiosyncrasies of your friends is huge. Mm-hmm. And I think it's hard, especially if you don't know people. Yeah. Yeah, because like I'll and be in a game and, and someone will go, dude, I can just tell by the way you're talking that you're lying because that person just knows them so well. Right. You know, and I'm just sitting there like, right. what? <laughs> What's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't think I've had this much fun with an online community game in a very long time. And it's fun. It's a lot of fun, and and I'm hoping because of the popularity of Among Us and Fall Guys and all these group group focused games, that we get more games that you know the developers aren't like, oh, we need to have these really nice high definition graphics and you know all this crazy extra stuff. Where all we just want is something we can hop on together with our friends and and have a good time. Right. You know? Now I will say this about Among Us particularly um you know it's like murder in the dark but literally with you know situations being as they are being in quarantine and everything you can't play murder in the dark especially because especially because part of that game involves like putting your Your hand on close to people's face like very close to someone's face yeah yeah. what you do is you take your hand and you like pretend to slit their throat and once your throat is slit, you have to pretend you're a dead body. So you fall down, and then if someone finds you, they yell, murder in the dark, lights come on, and then you discuss and try to figure out who it is. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and like, you know, that game can't be played right now, which is why I've really liked Among Us, because it's kind of given me that thrill of that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. In a quarantine setting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, video games are definitely, definitely in a renaissance right now. Yeah, they they're doing good, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Good stuff's going on. Um, and it and it's really nice because, yeah, getting to talk to, I I am desperate to talk to people at times. Yeah, not always, not always. Yeah, I yeah. love reading books. I love my alone time. But man, I need to talk to a big crowd and getting around ten people. That, that it's is nice it's nice. Me. Yeah, it is funny though when you know everyone's yelling you know, all 10 people. And so the Discord audio just starts becoming this staticky, mm-hmm. you know, jumble of mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Now, I had a group, I had a group um, whenever I was working at Disney World during the Christmas parade, okay? Okay. We we played One Night Ultimate Werewolf, which mm-hmm. is a variation of, you know, this... Uh, this kind of genre. Finding out who the killers are, finding out who yeah. the... Who, who the bad guy is and we played that game and it got very intense and the cool thing about that game is there's no cap you can put like 30 people in that game yeah that's super cool and i played it with a bunch of freaking professional actors dude like <laughs> the, the lies and deception people who lie to kids every day about being princess bell you know like so Oh man! So like, there'd be times where people would be like, 
you know, going off, like acting all like, what? I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah. And like one of my friends is like, wait a second. You lied, kids, for a living. You, I totally, totally, you're, you're sus. You're super, super sus. Yeah. And yeah, I really appreciated that game. And it got intense, though. So after all of the games, we had to like, we had to like do a little powwow of like, hello, everyone. I appreciate all of you. And <laughs> thanks for playing. I know tensions can get high in this game, uh, but let's not let that get to us. And yeah, yeah it was, it was a good time. Yeah, yeah, those kind of games are so much fun when you when you can mm -hmm. get big groups like that. I'm never disappointed. And you gotta be smart. Oh yeah, yeah. I've noticed because um, offline TV's been playing a shit ton. Yeah. Right. Content there's, group that we both like to watch. Yeah, they're they're quality, and they there's just been this trend where they they talk about their IQs. Their IQ plays, yeah. Like that, that's the name you know a thousand IQ like, play or you know. And every single time I see a video, it just keeps getting higher and higher. So yeah, like it started at like one hundred or like two hundred IQ, and now it's at like fifteen hundred. Yeah, IQ. yeah. So the one person uh, that I think you're you're talking about, uh, disguised toast on his YouTube yeah. channel, his I he he titles his videos like, oh, this you know five hundred IQ imposter play will shock you or something like that. And mm -hmm. every other other video that he titles with IQ in it, it just increases by 100. Yep. So, you know, now, yeah, now he's at like 1,500. You know, this 1,500 IQ play is insane. And, well, one, one other thing I noticed is like uh, Skara, who's mm -hmm. another member of Offline. And, like, I don't watch every video, but they yeah, always come yeah. up on my recommended page because they're the kind of they're the kind of videos that i'll put on the background yeah while I'm doing things exactly and so like i saw scara like i saw a toast one that was like 900 and then i saw a scara one that was 1000 and then i scroll a toast one that was 1100 <laughs> it's like oh, okay <laughs> they're one-upping each other yeah it is a totally a one-up yeah that's so funny. funny yeah but no it's it's been a lot of fun to watch and to play so Mm -hmm. um yeah. yeah another i guess some other big news in the video game world are the consoles i haven't been keeping up what's the news so ps4 or ps5 i mean is coming out november 12th sold out already back ordered uh they have the the rate the more expensive model that comes with a disc drive at 500 dollars, and then they have uh the digital edition so no disc drive at four hundred dollars so with the disc one is it backwards compatible uh i i don't know actually maybe i i would assume okay. so um because mama wants to play little big planet again yeah 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 of course uh, i have a ps3 and yeah. i can just play little big planet on, on the ps3, PS3. Yeah, yeah yeah um <laughs> and also the design for both models is this pretty much the same well, with the Xbox, you have the Xbox Series X, which is $500. That's the nicer version. And then you have the Xbox. It, I don't I don't know if it's just the Xbox. I don't know what it's actually called, but it's the cheaper version, the all-digital edition. Box, the box the X of X. The Xbox box boxed. <laughs> the Xbox boxed up. Uh, mm -hmm. And that one's $300, and it's all digital. And so that's $100 dollars cheaper than the digital edition of the ps5 right now the thing that 
the reason why I guess that is the case is because the PS5 Digital Edition will still be able to run 4K video or 4K gaming, while the cheaper Xbox can only do 1440p, so not 4K, the one under 4K. Um, I think, I, I don't really think that's a big problem. Because, I mean, if you don't have a 4K TV, you don't need the 4K device, in my opinion. And I don't know how many people have 4K TVs. I mean, I know they're more common now than they were a couple years ago, but... TVs are actually pretty cheap right now. They they have gone very cheap over the past couple years, so... Um, At least compared to what they were. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's definitely going to be interesting. I think, obviously for the last generation battle of the PS4 and Xbox One, PS4 won by a huge landslide. Uh, but I think I think this time around, it's going to be a lot closer. I think the price that, that price advantage Xbox has is going to help out a lot. Uh, so I, I think... So where, where does Nintendo fall in all of this? Nintendo's a Nintendo boy. Oh yeah, I'm a Nintendo boy too. Nintendo is such, you know, the odd one out in, I guess, the like what people would consider the console wars because first thing first Nintendo releases consoles on different you know different years than you know Xbox PS4 usually the Xbox PS4 come, they come out in the or the Xbox PlayStation consoles come out in the same year you know mm -hmm. the competition all that well Nintendo they just drop their stuff whenever they're like hey switch 2018 here it yeah. is it it feels like the switch came out of nowhere for yeah. sure yeah 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 um so like, Nintendo consoles just kind of come out of the come out of thin air, and if people want them, they buy them. Now, obviously, the Nintendo Switch has done very well, um, especially compared to like the Wii U. It's it's, I think the Wii U only sold like <laughs> not a lot of units. It, it the Wii U did really bad. I think the Wii U is underrated. Oh, I think it's underrated too, but it did not sell a lot. Um, yeah, the Wii U is what I learned to play Super Smash Bros. on, and I really like the game, because uh, I like fighting competitive games. Um, mm -hmm. it, I played the game po Pokémon Tournament, right? Have you played that game? Pokémon Tournament? Yeah. Yeah, so having the dual screen, you had you know, the person with their screen, and then the screen on the TV, my friends and I would you know, have a good time with that. And we'd like to rotate. We rotate like winter stays and stuff. It was a good time. Yeah. So the Wii U sold uh, sold about nine million units. And for comparison, its its previous console, the Wii, sold one hundred fifteen million units, which is the most sold. Oh, shit. It's it's actually one of the most sold just consoles ever. The Wii. The Wii was revolutionary. Yeah, the Wii was insane. Um. Now, the Nintendo Switch is currently at around 60 million units sold. And that's just in three years. So it's, it's pretty impressive. And, you know, they came out with the Switch Lite, which was a cheaper version. And supposedly they're coming out with the Switch Pro. Um, so is it going to be 4K? I, that's, I guess that's what's rumored. Um, I would just like to see, like, 1440, 1440p. Because I think right now the screen on the Nintendo Switch is 720p. If you're playing it in the handheld mode and it goes to 1080p when it's docked. So, but I think it's rumored to be 4K. Bigger screen. You know, I got I got a question for Reggie. <laughs> Reggie? Yeah. Why isn't Netflix 
on yes honestly twitch. netflix right? and twitch get netflix and twitch on there yeah there's not right. a lot of just apps you know yeah. that you would find on like xbox playstation where you can just get a bunch of like apps on your device mm-hmm. you know the ones that i know that switch have is really just like hulu and youtube yeah hulu, those YouTube. are the, the big ones i know of but yeah they don't have a lot of apps but yeah yeah in terms of like nintendo versus sony and uh xbox or microsoft i don't really like you could say that they're competitors with them but i i really just see them kind of competing in their own private market because nintendo competes with itself yeah they have some they have some like needy fans fans that have like these expectations like, oh yeah like you see whenever they whenever they have like a pokemon direct like people get pissed if they don't think if it's not yeah. what they think they expect be. like crazy stuff yeah reddit um, i hear i stay off of reddit but you know my brother tells me about people complaining on it all the time mm-hmm. yeah it, it's it's interesting um but yeah i think obviously i think pc gaming is the way to go if if you're looking at consoles versus pc pc always wins but the other advantage that switch has over pcs is the stuff that nintendo produces through their games and just consoles it's a much more unique experience compared to what a playstation or xbox delivers um so like i i I just see you know xbox and playstations they're they're pretty much pcs that can't do everything else a pc can do mm-hmm. right but i i definitely get the appeal in consoles as well i mean there's something about holding a controller that also is you know a fun experience and there definitely is my roommate uh last year yeah he, he was a ps4 player mm-hmm. and, he, and he played overwatch right yeah, yeah, yeah damn talented overwatch player right but uh he's like top 500 on the server okay so like grand <laughs> grandmaster so he's good whatever yeah 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 he's good shit and i've like asked him like you know like why don't you do something like pro or something or try to be on uh our university's team or something and he's like i can't compete with pc gamers like literally i just can't yeah. do it pc gamers so are just so much more precise with the keyboard and mouse mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah i mean i i definitely enjoy controller gaming too so i I also see console games or consoles as a big, you know, high schooler type of device, you know, for people who can't get that expensive laptop or, or computer, you know, just buy a console, buy the Xbox for $300 and rather than a than thousand dollar laptop that can do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Laptops are more versatile. They are a lot more versatile. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, you got, I guess, like when you're and. Not- you can hook up a controller to it. That a is PC. true. You can hook up an Xbox controller to it, and I, you you can hook up a bunch of different controllers. A to Switch. It. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've played Switch a Pro Steam controller with my with my Switch. Yeah, yeah, my Switch controller. So, um, another, I guess it's not. A, I don't know what you consider it, if it's a console, but uh, the Oculus Quest, mm. which is Facebook's uh, Facebooks Facebooks VR the VR company they own Oculus Vir- virtual virtual reality. virtual reality yes 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 and so they have uh, the Oculus Rift, which if you buy it you have to plug it into your PC, and you have to set up these sensors around your room, uh, so it can you know detect you and all that. While the Oculus Quest is their standalone version of that, you don't need a PC to hook into. 
You don't need to put sensors around your room. Sensors are built into the headset. Like the headset is all you need, the headset and controllers. And so the Oculus Quest, the first uh, gen version, I think came out two years ago. And they just updated it to the version two, where now it's, I know it's lighter. Uh, they also made it cheaper, uh, cheaper to obtain. Uh, usually, or initially it was $400. And now you can get it for $300, which I think is, is a crazy cool price. Um, as for like just the current state of VR, I, I'm honestly pretty impressed with the current state of VR. I think VR gaming, from what I've seen right now, is I, it, it looks pretty cool. I disagree. I think it looks dumb. You think it looks dumb? I think people look like doofuses playing oh. VR. Oh, well, yeah, if you're watching someone in VR, yes. The, I, I don't think you're ever not going to look dumb wearing a VR headset, if that's what you're saying. Well, I've seen... So they had it in, like, our student union. They had the uh, the VR setup, and it had these people playing, like, I don't know, some, like, rock or uh, Guitar Hero-like game, you know, like, mm -hmm. trying to keep the beat with the music. And so people like had these maracas controllers, and they're trying to like you know swing them and keep are you them sure that's rhythm and then bring them over here? It might have been it might have been PS4s. That doesn't sound like a, a VR kind of thing. All I can say was it looked dumb as doo doo. That does that doesn't sound like you know like an Oculus or a you know what's the Hive. That probably was the PS4 one. I'm gonna be honest, because they probably because you're saying like the maracas were accessories that you also yes. yeah. So like there aren't really accessories for like the Oculus or the or the Hive. Usually do you, it's just do you wear you, gloves? No. So you you have just these controllers in your hands. They actually they, they feel pretty comfortable. I've, I've used them before, and that's why. So like if you had maracas, you'd be using the controller and holding the maraca in game. If that's mm. that's how it would have been done through that system. Mm -hmm. um, but no, I don't think you'll ever get to a point where VR looks cool. I mean, it's always going to look... If you watch someone wearing a VR headset, playing a game, you know, rock climbing or, or fighting something, you're, they're going to look stupid 100%. But you also got to take into account, VR isn't meant to, you know, you're not going out and showing that off. That's something for your own enjoyment. You know, you're wearing that. And, and what I said is, like, I'm happy with the current state of VR. Like, the games that I've seen made for, you know, those VR headsets right now, they, I would enjoy playing them. I, I think they look pretty fun. Um, now, what, what like, the... I don't know if it's, like, the bro, what you'd consider the brother of VR, the sister of, of VR, but AR. You know what, like, AR is? You know, you've probably no. seen that on your phone where it's like, oh, get your camera and hold up an AR, you know, and you see something. Uh, on, you know, oh. know what that is? What, is the, what does the A stand for? No, I don't. Augmented reality. Okay. Um... So virtual reality, Pokemon Go, Pokemon Go has AR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so virtual reality, you put on the headset, you see the screen, and you're in that world. Well, augmented reality is they're bringing stuff into our world so we can see. And so, right. like, like a Pokemon, like Pokemon like, Go, like you can open up your, you can open up your camera, and then whenever you're trying to catch a Squirtle, like it looks like a Squirtle, is, and he's sitting on the sidewalk. The yeah, yeah, yeah. So like. Obviously, uh, like I was saying, virtual reality always isn't going to look... I mean, it's not something you take out anyway. You're not going to be walking down the street with virtual reality on your head. But you will be walking down the street with augmented reality on, on your head. So, so like, in the future, in the five years or something, they're going to have something where you're wearing these glasses, 
they might look a little thicker, but they're going to, you know, you'll try to make them look as good as they can. And you're going to be looking around and like, you're going to see augmented reality, like, oh, uh, look at, look at this restaurant. And then like a review pops out and it says five stars and shows you a couple reviews on your glasses or, you know, you're, you're biking around and you have like, um, you're, you're being taken to the nearest hotel and while you're looking through your glasses you see the lines that you're supposed to follow in front of you in the real world that's that's what augmented reality will be doing it'll be like you'll be wearing these glasses and they'll be showing you stuff that you need to see or like you get a text message and it'll pop up in front of you right in front of you while you're walking down the sidewalk or something like that that's kind of where like cool virtual ar reality comes into play is with with augmented reality so how familiar are you with the sci-fi scene when it comes to virtual realities? Um not too familiar. What what are you so, wanting to know? I well, I want to tell you actually about a book that I read. Okay, okay. Which is Hank Green's new book. Okay. Okay, so Hank Green's new book. Hank Green's new book, A Beautifully Foolish Endeavor, slight spoilers. So pretty much what happens or or the idea is that they use this virtual reality mm-hmm. um, to, to uh, and it takes it to the next level where it literally puts you in the body of somebody else. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And 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 here's another cool thing is that you you wear it while you're sleeping okay so you don't need to sleep anymore and instead you can just like while you're dreaming for air quotes dreaming you're mm-hmm. actually like inside almost thinking the same thoughts as someone else like so you can go in and and you can you can like pretend like you can you can upload a, a memory of somebody skiing and you feel the sensations of skiing, yeah. Or, or you, you know, you you go into the mind of someone doing uh, advanced calculus, and you understand the thought process behind it. You you do like learning a different language. You you can yeah, do yeah. all of these crazy stuff, and like you know, uh, and it's really freaking cool. But also, like, kind of shows how dangerous and addictive it can be. Yeah, another thing that comes to mind when you bring that is a anime that I watched called Sword Art Online, where it's yeah. you put on the helmet and it kind of I don't know how they explain that it works, you know, working with your brain nerves, and it kind of puts your consciousness into this video game with other players and you're, you know, walking around doing stuff. And I think at one point mm-hmm. it definitely will get there. Um, it's it's kind of scary though because it is like, a little bit about, scary. Think about your body, like there's so much about life is is the fact that you are trapped in your own body. There's mm-hmm. no way out. But virtual reality is kind of, it challenges that. Yeah, it, it, it definitely puts does. You into, because, you know, with Sword Art Online, I've only seen the first episode, but mm-hmm. um, I think that whenever they enter the reality, instead of, like, being in their body, they are being in their ideal version of themselves. Exactly, yeah. So they, they kind of confuse that reality with, you know, the, you know maybe that becomes their reality for sure. Exactly. Which um, isn't healthy. No, 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 not at all. For, for your actual body, and I would like you know for your brain too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think uh, I think with 
where VR is at right now, I think you're going to get some really some cool exciting stuff. And yeah, I think uh Mark Mark uh, Zuckerberg, the the good old good old Marky Marky Mark. Good good fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh he he, he was uh he was talking about how kind of the next thing with VR is trying to figure out how to emulate some senses. Like obviously when you're in game and you're holding, you know, you're holding something. Your your brain is kind of telling you that you are holding it, right? And and so what they need to start figuring out is how do you really start to emulate that? Or or if, you know, there's a wind in the game, how do you try to get that to how do you try to get that feeling into, onto that person playing the game? So it's almost like you're looking for ways to trick your brain. So yeah. I have I have I wanna I want you to try something. Take your pinky finger, okay? And slide it across so it's over your ring finger or over your your pointer finger, okay? So it should be like in line. It's going to be perpendicular to the rest of your fingers, and it's all the way past, like going past your uh, your pointer finger. Okay. And then take your other finger and just rub the tip of it. Okay. Basically. What what happens here whenever you do something like this? And I play guitar, so I'm not really getting it. But <laughs> what happens is your brain is like feeling a sensation in a place where it shouldn't be feeling it. So like the fact that your pinky is moved over to the other side of your hand, yet you're feeling you're feeling a sensation that should be on the other side of your hand. It kind of confuses you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's how they're gonna have to do it, is finding ways to just trick the brain and like, okay, so it's windy right now, or you know, different things are going on. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I think the VR game is the kind of gaming I'm most excited for right now. Um, but anyway, you you got anything else you want to talk about? Um, I have a change of topic, and it was just a passing thought that I had this morning. Okay, let's hear it. I, it's more about instead of like let's take let's take the uh v out of vr and just talk about reality okay <laughs> okay <laughs> i wake up in my bed every morning and it and i do it at the same time i don't have an alarm mm-hmm. but i wake up at the same time every day it's just how you know i have that internal clock and it's almost like whenever i find myself back into that situation you know you have that i have a strike of nostalgia like every morning and it's like did i actually even leave from where i was did Mm -hmm. i actually experience a day or am i just kind of like in this groundhog day kind of feedback loop and i think you know definitely quarantine is having a huge is playing a huge factor in this so i was wondering how have your days been have they been running together have they uh, do you forget what day it is totally yeah Uh there there definitely have been days where i'm just like wait what's going on what what where am i at right now you know, even with school. Even with school, yeah. Even like with school being on like specific days, like okay, so on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I have this. On Tuesday and Thursday, I have this. Even mm-hmm. with that that structure, I'm still, you know, having having struggles, kind of staying on track. Like today's Saturday, right? Yes. Yeah. I there. I was kind of questioning it. Now, one thing that I think is really significant i guess is that 
I, yesterday, I did not leave my apartment. I walked out on my porch. Mm-hmm. And, you know, don't get me wrong. Don't don't fear for my health. I, I exercise and I take care of my body. Uh, I eat well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like I was in this environment literally all day yesterday. Yeah. And it's very likely that I'm going to be here all day today, too. You know, I might go out on a bike ride, depending on how the weather is. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, being trapped, so to speak, in these places is is giving us this uh, this playback, this, this rewind. Yeah, this feeling of just day. like this very repetitiveness of each day. Now, and I think one thing that is very important to note is the fact that there is still progress being made and however hard that is to conceptualize like what i like to do is write i like to write Mm -hmm. in the morning and i've noticed my my writing is definitely progressing and so many days it doesn't feel like it is it feels like i've i'm doing terrible this is a terrible day i don't want anybody to read a single word i wrote Mm -hmm. i don't feel comfortable sharing that with the world and it feels like all i did was absolute bullshit but still like progress is being made like exercising that muscle even if it's not even if you can't do 20 push-ups today uh you know your regular is like 50 but you can only do 20 today like you still did 20 push-ups yeah you're yeah. still gonna you're still gonna do that curve you're 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 on that upward trend of that curve so like with me like one way that i can measure it is just by the amount of words that i write mm-hmm and sometimes, like, you know, the structure isn't always there, but, like, just the fact that I can get the words down on the page, I think, says a lot. Because I, I've been, so many authors that I've read and that I've listened to say that you need to write every day and, you, you know, keep doing this. And, you know, that's something I try to do. Uh, but, you know, with this, like, it, like, I think I said this earlier, like, this rewind, it feels like we're replaying the game, the day. Yeah. It's hard for humans to recognize that process. So I just wanted to sit back and kind of be introspective or like encourage, or, uh, encourage other people to be introspective of themselves and kind of recognize this, these small growing steps that we are still making. Yeah. Although it may not seem like it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the topic that I, I just wanted to briefly touch right. upon. Well, then are we ready for that? Would you rather? Yeah, let's hit it. Okay. Would you rather go explore the insides of the Great Pyramids or go explore the catacombs at the Vatican? I'm going to say pyramids on this one. Yeah? And the reason why is because, one, it's older. Mm-hmm. I think that simply that it'll contain more history. And... I really admire the Egyptians, like the the strides that they made in technology and, you know, and I say technology just in terms of like tools that they used. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, making stones like like they were master architects. Yeah. Which is so surprising for for what they did. And there's so many dynasties that we don't even know about. Everyone yeah. is familiar with the name. Everyone's familiar with the name Cleopatra, okay? But there's so many Egyptian pharaohs. There are so many uh, families that were in place before that. And Cleopatra was almost one of the last ones. Out of the 24, uh, the, the, this is, you know, and don't quote me on this, 
um, this is just what we were talking about in lecture, is like I think there are 24 dynasties that we know of. Yeah, that's and the crazy. last one was Cleopatra. The last one was Cleopatra. And who's to say that you know we might dig up some some buried library if I'm exploring the catacomb or not the catacombs, but the, the is it the catacombs? I don't know if it'd be called the catacombs of uh, you know the tunnels or I, I I don't know what they're called uh, in the pyramids. Are you are you familiar with uh, with the story of the first mummy? No, no, I'm not. So basically what happened, actually I might have it literally in my notes that I'm using my mic to prop the stand on, is <laughs> they, there was, there was this king or pharaoh and he was in control and his brother was jealous. So his brother somehow involved a coup, a coup and he mutilated his body and threw it down the river. Mm-hmm. Uh, this pharaoh's wife, whose name is Isis, I believe, uh, she is mourning, and what she does is she collects all the pieces, and she like, you know, ties them back together, thus like making the form of a mummy. And the only thing that she doesn't find though is his penis, right? <laughs> okay. So, so she makes one out of stone, and I believe the term is an obelisk, maybe. It's it's like the structure that is just straight up in the sky, and it and it is supposed to signify like the the overwhelming like the life of man. Uh, so mm -hmm. there's there is like I'm sure you've seen pictures, and the Washington Monument is just a complete is complete plagiarism of this this object. Yeah. But anyway, you know, and and there's things like that like they don't allow planes to fly over this stuff. It's because it's supposed to like signify life. And it's really interesting because death or dying has two, has two meanings, especially I think I'm, I'm trying to remember what time period, uh, but like the concept of dying was referred to both as like being dead, but also like sexual climax. So, so it's the, rebirth almost the, the mm -hmm. point of life so this obelisk is is like the symbol that we use to talk about you know the structure of man i think that's really fascinating it's, it's really fascinating and i would love to see stuff like that like there's so much history i think in egypt that is not tapped upon that would be so beneficial seeing because it was it was the epicenter of 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 philosophy like all great historians studied in egypt uh at at a certain period of time yeah, yeah 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 i think it's really fascinating what what about you though i've been talking a lot yeah, yeah. please take the floor i i think i would probably do the the catacombs mainly because the, the, vatican. the vatican one yeah, yeah yeah mainly because i mean i already know like some stuff that are said to be down there so i think it would be cool to like already see some stuff that i've heard about but also just from, you know, from what I understand, you know, those things kind of expand under the whole city of Rome. You know, it's pretty much mm -hmm. like a city built on top of a city. So I just mm -hmm. think I could find some really cool stuff down there. I think there's a, probably a ton of cool uh, just structures, you know, under underground cathedrals. I, I, I don't know exactly what, you know, all the, all the altars and stuff they have down there and documentation. I mean, obviously they have a bunch of different kinds of documentation under there. 
Um, have you read any uh, Dan Brown books? No, I've not. The da, Vin the da Vinci Code, uh, Angels and Demons. Highly recommend um, if you like page turners. Mm -hmm. um, he, he he has very short chapters, and he always leaves you on a cliffhanger. But everything he has he has a disclaimer in his books, and it's that the first. Like the first thing that he says is every artifact or every location is like it is too like it is a fact though it is a fictional story every every uh, location that they talk about is is, a is fact. in fact real yeah yeah and yeah that's cool right. well so what I guess what I'm saying is Paul just read just read Dan Brown just play <laughs> just play Assassin's Creed you'll get the same play Assassin's Creed and I'll be satisfied <laughs> yeah. Uh, you'll know where the holy grail is yeah i'll find it dude all right well i think that that wraps up what we got for today so yeah. so thanks for thanks for listening and it's a pleasure and uh talk to you next your, your screen is photo is frozen on this discord and it's kind of funny i, I want to take a snapchat oh <laughs> <laughs> uh. I have to do this. Uh, yes, thank you, viewers, for listening. Um, this is uh, this is the end. This this is still frozen. This is the end. Goodbye. This is the end.